welcome to the Chewing Gum Podcast, where we'll be chewing on some of our honest Asian Australian experiences. I'm Sherry. And I'm Clover. Welcome to episode 18 with the HSC experiencing a delay like never before due to Rona. With it finally drawing closer to the students of 2021, what better to share, what better time to share some of our own experiences studying the HSC? For our foreign listeners, HSC stands for High School Certificate. So students of year 12 complete this exam to attain an ATAR to apply for further education, especially for a tertiary institution. So Sherry and I are from the class of 2017, the penultimate year before corona hit and the dreaded syllabus change. I consider our year quite lucky, actually. So let's backtrack a bit this time of the year. Um, There's a mix of year 12 students, one's in their first term and one's in their last right now. So Sherry, how was your experience going from year 11 to year 12? So year 11 and year 12 was Literally, but at the time, I was thinking it was the most stressful thing in the whole world. So how um, the years are structured is you get three terms of year 11 and four terms of year 12 because by next year, you you finish around September, I would say, and then after that, you do your massive HSC exam. So um, in year 11, prior to year 11, actually, in year 10 when we're like all deciding on our subjects it was this really really big thing in our school like oh it's very important to choose the subjects that you enjoy and that you're good at and um my school especially especially we set bars for everything they were like oh if you don't get this mark for a science your science subject you shouldn't do any of the science topics or science subjects when you move into year 11 year 12 which I disagree on because I was like two marks off and then they'll like I was recommended to not do it even though like I was on a distinction like I was on like a 75 they're like yeah we recommend you you don't do it um because I got that mark Mm. and they're like if you got below 78 Mm. um we don't recommend you do a science course especially true courses or true true subjects pretty much and um so moving into year 12 I just had I just did whatever I liked and also what scaled me well at the same time Mm. so I did fall into that trap of I need to pick Mm. the high achieving subjects and the the ones that are the most popular in our school to get Mm. scaled better and Mm. while like obviously like I did study and I got to where I am and got into my degree etc but um, I think I, I definitely believe that year 11, year 12 are so dramatized as like the the hardest years of your life. Like you have to study so, so hard and blah, 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 because that's definitely what the aura that the teachers gave us and especially what my parents pushed on us as well. Um, For me, like when I went into year 11, yet yeah, the same drama with like picking subjects and everything was there. Um. But I would say, like, I think most most of the stress was, like, actually coming to the end of my um, high school years and then, like, deciding what course I had to do for uni, to be honest. Because, like, back then, I didn't really think, like, oh, what subjects I did would affect, like, what 
courses I would do in uni in a sense like I knew you had to do at least English because that's compulsory and then like maths was good to take as well because a lot of courses will require you to have like some sort of maths um, component mm-hmm. so yeah those two were like an easy pick for me but for my other subjects I kind of just went off like what I really loved doing and my interest rather than like thinking about how it scaled to be honest Mm-hmm. so yeah like I guess for me um the subjects that I did was like um as you know English advanced maths um three unit at first and then I dropped three unit and then went just to two unit um in year 12 and then I did chemistry and I did drama hospitality and Japanese um continuous and extension and in year 11 I also did IST as well mm. So yeah, it was all a pretty random mix of subjects, to be honest. And like, by the end of it, I was like, oh crap, like, what am I going to do in uni? Because at that time, like, in high school, in year 11, and year 12, like, you could have like a goal that you want to go into, like in uni and like, as a career. But Mm -hmm. honestly, at the time, like, I felt like I was just so too young to like decide what I wanted to do. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do whatever I'm interested in and like if it scales badly then well like it is what it is kind of thing yeah yeah so I did first of all doing seven subjects is crazy we had no one in our school doing seven subjects so I don't know how you did it and like I can't imagine the stress that you went through to like do your HSC um like just sitting through all of that, all seven exams, I cannot, I cannot even contemplate how that would have felt. Just in year eleven, I did the IST, mm. um, but then in year twelve, I was like, nah, I cannot anymore," <laughs> and like uh-huh. that's why I also dropped three unit as well because literally three unit just feels like an extra like two units worth yeah. of like math studying. So yeah. I was like, you know what, I am just gonna drop to two unit. I cannot deal with this extra <laughs> load for like one extra unit. Yeah. Um, so I actually didn't do that many subjects. I was just sitting on 10 mm. units, I remember. 10 or 11, mm. I completely forgot. But um, mm. I did English advanced. I did try and do extension um, English or English extension. Yeah. And then once yeah. I realized that it was more work and more reading, I just dropped yeah. it. Because like, mm-hmm. I I like reading, but I like leisure reading. Like, um, yeah. So I dropped that quick. But I did maths three unit. Um, four units specifically in our school was very, very competitive. There was only one classroom. And I remember you had to go by, again, top standards. Top students can only do this class. So um, we had 200 girls in our grade and only 10. They only accepted 10, Whoa. which is crazy, right? Um, mm. And obviously, like... They reserved 10 spots for this four-unit class, but then they did have, like, what's it called? Reserve spots. And then I did chemistry as well in year 11. Just something up with the chemistry. Like, I I just wasn't getting it, even though, like, my entire degree is based on chemistry right now. Like, I just didn't get it in high school at all. So I just dropped it in, like, at the end of year 11. Um, And then I also – I stuck with biology – so through all the years, and then I did ancient history, um, and then I did history extension course as well. So like 10 units altogether, 10 or 11. 
So you did two extension units. Yes, I did. And I was going to do the English extension as well, but then... Yeah. I'm pretty sure I dropped it, like, in the end of year 11, maybe. After finding Mm. out that I don't want to write any more essays. (laughs) Yeah, I had enough enough essays going on in the history courses. So, yeah. Yeah. Just just to give everyone a brief overview, um, in year 12, you have to have at least 10 units of study. So mm-hmm. that means like most units will have like two units of study. But if you choose to do an extension, you can gain an extra unit or you can even do like extension two, which is um, goes up to two units. But you have to do like two separate exams. So like one for, I mean, three in total, to be honest, if you do two extensions. So if you do like English, English, standard English or advanced English. Advanced English is like one one class and then you got the extension which is another exam and then you got extension two which is another yeah. exam now in uni I'm like I totally forgot what it's like to write an essay and now I'm like like I have to write this report which is like says to be 10 pages but to be honest the word count is like two 2,500 words if mm-hmm. I was in high school that's <laughs> some easy stuff you know mm-hmm. but like now I am struggling just to get up to like 400 <laughs> words like my vocab is so limited right now. Yeah, yeah. I have like my thesis um, literature review. Like I have to do next year, and it, like mm. it has to be, it has to be quite, quite a lot of pages. And like yeah. in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've got like the basic info of like what I want to write, but like how do I write it all? I can't remember how to structure anything anymore. <laughs> how about like, do you regret any of the courses that you did or your approach to um, HSC? Um really to be honest like okay I was stressed with Mm -hmm. like um studying obviously just because yeah there's there's a lot kind of thing and Mm -hmm. a leap from like year 10 to year 11 and then 12 is just like increasingly hard like each Mm -hmm. year Mm -hmm. so um that was a struggle and like I put a lot of pressure on myself to excel as well yeah like I'm always trying to gun for like you know the top three because like people always say like oh if you um you're in a subject that doesn't scale well you at least need to be in the top three kind of thing Mm, just so mm -hmm. that it levels out a bit yeah so that was the struggle I guess but um other than that like I would say like I was quite cruising like because like the subjects that I did um they are quite like easy in a sense because like hospitality I just cook and like Mm, write about mm -hmm. like cooking techniques and stuff okay and like yeah and then drama it's like you know just act like no, I can't just say it's just acting or anything but it's just like more like physical work mm-hmm. and then you write essays on like you know reviewing other people's pieces of work which is like quite interesting to me so mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's boring and yeah. like personally I have a deep passion for like Japanese back then because I love anime <laughs> so it was like quite chill for me to be honest yeah. and then Kim, I went to tutoring for that because, like, yeah, I could not understand for the life of me when I started doing it. And my chemistry teacher was so, so bad. He was, like, known <laughs> to be so bad. Like, literally, all the students, we had, like, a full class before, mm-hmm. and half the students dropped the class because oh my he God. Was, we were put into his class. He's a really nice dude. Yeah, yeah. But he just can't teach for the life of him. <laughs> Like, I, I could not, so... Oh, my God. Yeah. I have, like, a story from chemistry. Like, okay, honestly, 
to be completely honest, the reason why I dropped chemistry, I wanted to continue chemistry, honestly, but the mm-hmm. reason why I dropped it was because of my teacher. I, like, her and I, we just didn't get along, like, at all. Mm. Um, she, like, she thought I was a bad student by always talking in her class and stuff. <laughs> and by honestly, honestly, I was not a bad student. I would sit in the back mm. and I would just do my work and she would be like, Sherry, stop talking. And I'm like, like what the fuck? I'm not talking. What's going on? Um, and then, like, it was like, it was like obviously moments like that eventually add up. And then, like, mm-hmm. at the time, I just got super, super annoyed and I couldn't transfer mm-hmm. into different classes because no one, yeah. no other classes were matching that same timetable. So I had yeah. to drop it because I was just like, it's either I go through another year with her or mm-hmm. I just completely drop. So I, I chose to completely drop out. Um, mm-hmm. But oh my god she was horrible like everyone said that oh she's such a nice teacher I'm like no she was so, she was horrible to me and I don't know why um yeah. yeah like it was it was definitely um a thing in our school where we ranked teachers like oh if you're in this teacher's class you're fucked you're screwed like you can't yeah. learn anything you can't do anything um yeah and that was the same with a lot of our faculty teachers like the English we had um, problems with our English teachers where some English mm. teacher would um, talk during our exams I remember yeah. this so well but um, he will oh he will God. just like we'll be doing our essays and then he'll be like oh mm. how's your day been guys what did you eat for breakfast I'm not I'm not even kidding <laughs> I'm not even kidding what and then like it literally got a lot of students pissed off because they're like obviously you're not taking this seriously um yeah, and then there was this other, like, science teacher, I remember, and I was so lucky that, like, I didn't, I went, she, she had us in, like, she was a substitute for when one of my, like, the chemistry teacher was away, yeah. so, and I remember, like, um, my friend was in her, like, normal class, right, and I was like, oh, mm. I'm gonna go, we're gonna get Mrs. Blah today, right, um, yeah. is she good, like, is she better than my current you know, teacher, chemistry teacher that I hate. And she's yeah. like, no, she's really, really bad. And I'm like, okay, but it can't be bad as the teacher that I hate. Mm. So she ends up like sitting us down and like giving textbooks to us and telling us read and answer the questions. And then yeah. like, I remember in that class, I was like, honestly, it was, it's fine. Cause like, I really don't mind reading a textbook. Um, yeah. But then I remember talking to my friend afterwards, like, oh, like, th- is this what she does often? She was, and then she was just like, yeah, we're in year 11 and year 12. We're like 16, 17, 18. And she's making us read a textbook and answer questions every single chemistry lesson. Uh-huh. And like, whenever they would ask her a question, be like, hey, like, I don't understand this sentence. She was just like, oh, you can search it up on Google. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would say, like, when you said all of that, like, I'm just like, yeah. To be honest, like, high school, year 11, senior years, mm-hmm. it's, like, basically, like, a lot of self-study, to be honest. Like, yeah. I don't, like, if their teachers are, like, just crap, like, mm-hmm. or, like, you know, they're good people. They're really good people. Or they could be really bad people. Yeah. I had a Japanese teacher. He's, like, really smart and, like, really knowledgeable with, like, the language and everything. He's practically native in speaking and stuff, which is really great. But, like, his way of teaching, I just cannot. It's just very <laughs> slow. And, mm-hmm. like, 
um, like for me, like I I really liked Japanese and stuff like that, and I like that he you know he has like that really good depth of knowledge and everything. But I guess like also considering like how my class is like like with other students who are having different expectations on things, mm-hmm. um, like me and like this other girl found ourselves to be like you know speeding ahead through the curricula faster yeah. because we wanted to get through because like with like Japanese and other like um extra languages that you could pick up in like um high school it's Mm -hmm. like it goes through like a set syllabus you need to know these set grammars and these set um vocab and then just write um um essays or like you know converse that way Mm -hmm. so the extra like vocab that you can learn or like extra like grammar um techniques that you can learn outside of the textbook would be really helpful as well because you can put that um, writing into your own uh, you can put those skills into your own writing when it comes mm-hmm. up to it mm-hmm. um so yeah like um we were just fi- finding ourselves like moving a lot faster and when we try to you know you know go ahead kind of thing the mm-hmm. teacher would just kind of be like oh you're going too fast kind of thing <laughs> like you don't have to and stuff like that but yeah he, he still in- like he was like after a while he just kind of like just let us be because like he just knew like um, we just, he just can't hold us back on, on that yeah, note, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. We just wanted to learn our own way. And if he wants to take some things very slow, then like, mm-hmm. it honestly just wasn't working for us kind of thing. Yeah. And like chemistry was just like, just, you know, doing my own thing because like, I cannot understand what he's going on about. Mm-hmm. And like the tutors at like the private coaching schools are just like a lot more like, equipped to like answer like my questions and teach things mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. so yeah have you guys ever got like your principal or like the vice principal that will sit down in the back room during your lessons to like test how the teacher's teaching no no oh, really is that the case for you guys yeah like in some cases we would get like the our normal teacher will be teaching and the vice principal or a principal or a deputy principal, they'll be in the corner and they'll just be writing notes or like, you know, just engaging in the class or something like that, right? And every single time it happens, I've never had a teacher more engaged with the students like than ever before. Like, and it's so funny. Like, it's so funny because they're trying so hard because they know they're getting marked and they get like, mm. they have this report drift, like write, written up about them. But then as soon as the principal is like done and then goes, just nothing. Just like, okay, girls, just do whatever you want, like just read your textbook and answer the questions. I'll definitely say the one regret from high school, I wish I did more subjects. And like, I especially, Mm. I wish I did the subjects that I, or like would Mm. have enjoyed. Um, Obviously I really, I really stuck to my roots and I was like, no, scaling with the freaking highest wham. You did Japanese like extension, continuous. Do you still remember the content? Can you still have like a full conversation in Japanese? I mean, like, even when I did do extension, like, I could have, like, conversation, but, like, it wasn't, like, very, like, fully, like, in-depth. Definitely, like, I've lost a lot of, like, those, like, grammar and vocab in Japanese, but I think I could still pick up, like, some basic stuff. Mm -hmm. Just, like, not a lot. I mean, it's been, like, four years since I graduated. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. So. When you went through Japan afterwards, did you utilize what you've learned in high school? Oh, oh my God. When I graduated, just straight graduated, I went to Japan and I was like, oh my God, yes, I could 
I could speak some kind of thing and kind of understand. But yeah, I think one of my regrets, but like that comes more into my uni degree, to be honest, is like, because with my degree, I don't get to choose an elective. So I didn't get to like further my study in Japanese. Like I wish like I got to do that um, now, to be honest. So like I could be like fully fluent in That'd Japanese. That would be so cool if you, if you became fluent in Japanese though. I know, but unfortunately I, that did not happen. And yeah, I wasn't motivated enough to take it on as an extracurricular mm-hmm. to further that. But yeah, I guess that that's pretty much it. But like regrets, other regrets, I think maybe another regret was like, yeah, definitely don't date when you're in your senior years, when you want to, you know, get that like, freaking high ATAR to be honest oh my god so, okay um, it was so distracting <laughs> I cannot I, I I can't imagine honestly um wow yeah I I didn't even have my first boyfriend until after high school so I can't really say but um I'd say like the you know what though what else I don't know if you like your cohort went through this but my mm. cohort became extremely competitive in everything uh, so yeah. they no one wanted to like share their tutors no one wanted to like help each other mm. out and stuff yeah mm. it was like it was a bit messed that like someone would get so like people would get so competitive over like a tiny thing but mm. yeah like I guess that's just I like mean, high school yeah I guess it does make sense in a way because like you know you you kind Survival of like of the fittest <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But to be honest, like, if you help each other, you, you kind of, like, get a better odds in terms of, like, your school doing well. Mm. Um, and then that increasing your HR. But also, you, if you're trying to compete in terms of rank, then, like, yeah, it is hard. But I do feel like, you know, the more, like, generous you are, like, you're more likely to succeed, though. That's what I think. Yeah. Like, for the people who, like, most of the time I get most of my help from like students who are good at maths kind of thing because I could not do maths kind of thing Mm. I don't know how but (laughs) anyway so I just like when I was doing three unit I just like asked a lot of questions from like the person who's like top of the class kind of thing and Mm. she was very patient to teach me stuff and like the other students who are like you know trying to compete and like overrank her pretty much like they're like more hesitant to share like yeah. how you get the solutions and stuff like that, which like, you know, it's fine kind of thing. But, you know, I really appreciated the students who are, who were really good at what they were doing and they were willing to share. And they would even tell me like, you know, um, by you asking me questions is a way for me to practice as well. So like, although I felt bad sometimes to keep asking them questions, like I wouldn't, I know that they also appreciate it because it gets them to practice as mm. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah what about you like were you um you know um the one like giving out advice <laughs> or like you know more like asking how, how um, was your experience with all this competitiveness and everything so I did end up sharing my math tutor with another girl but mm. that caused so much drama Oh my god! Oh my god! What? Oh my god! Like it's I, tutor, right? I know, right? It caused so much drama, and then the tutor was mm. just like, "Oh, like I can tutor you guys separately," and I'm like, "Honestly, I just don't care. Just like, just do something. I'm like uh-huh. paying you for something. Like, just just tutor me." But like, it was just like, mm. a, honestly, 
to sum it up, it was like a whole competitive thing. Like it was it on like I was thinking, oh, I'm giving my tutor to、mm. this friend. So、yes. together we're gonna do really well in maths, right? Yeah.、Um, yeah. But honestly, like it just. And my first belief was like, oh, it'll be so nice if, like, we go to the library together. One person gets treated、mm. at a time, and then、yeah. we just study together afterwards, and then we go home together afterwards. But honestly, it just oh, it wasn't、cute. like that.、Um, <laughs> it was just like it just became so like erratic and kind of like frantic and kind of like like being. Her being like, oh, like I'm not done yet, like, or her getting really distracted, and then obviously, like, I I feel like sharing、mm-hmm. tutors and giving out notes, you should be doing that. Like, you know, what if someone's missing out on something? It's a good way for you to learn.、Um, but at the same、mm-hmm. time, specific to tutors, just don't just don't tutor with your friends. Just just separate、um, the time. Like, just sit far far away and then come back、yeah. after the lesson. Like it just makes the、yeah. whole thing less distracting, so like that was definitely my issue. But like honestly,、mm. it's it's whatever. It's- yeah, I did not like get tutored with a friend. I only got private tutoring once, and that was with like actually a family friend.、Mm-hmm. So he did four unit maths, and then he was helping me with two unit and a bit of three unit as well at the time.、Mm-hmm. And honestly, I can- I will say like if you do get a tutor, like unless you're like super comfortable kind of thing. Don't get someone you know. That's、mm. what I'll say, to be、mm-hmm. honest, because like it's kind of awkward. Like I mean, like I'm like good mates with like this friend, like this family friend, and like our parents know each other and everything.、Mm-hmm. And he's really nice, but like I would just feel so bad, like you know, asking him <laughs> questions because I'm like, oh my god, like this, this may be like such a simple question, right? But like I just can't get it, kind of thing, and like you know. When like you know it comes to paying and stuff like that, like it's a bit awkward as well because like you know if he goes、mm. extra time, like are you gonna pay him extra kind of thing? Yeah,、um, you know it's just like really awkward and like in that sense kind of thing, and like I was just like you know what like I cannot give two tosses about maths three unit anymore, so I'm just gonna drop it. So like then I decided to just self study for like two unit. Which I could still manage at the time, so <laughs>、mm-hmm. that's why, like, I just stopped doing private tutoring with him. Yeah, and like for like chem、um, and a bit of English as well, I went to like、um, Talent One Hundred, which was like this tutoring center. Which in a class you could have like max up to like ten people、mm-hmm. in the class, and I found that really helpful.、Um, English, like a bit maybe I only did it for one term, but like for. Um, chemistry. I had to do that for like across the two years, kind of thing, just because、yeah. like I needed that support from like the lack of like teaching expertise from my、yeah. school for that subject.、Mm-hmm. Also, the tutor is like you know just like really good at what he's doing as well. I kind of forgot what he is now, but I still remember. Remember, his name was Ashley. And like honestly, he was kind of cute. So like you know, that kind of motivated me as well. The like the first year, like going from year twelve to first year, was definitely a big leap because like the whole system of like studying,、um, and being taught was like so different. It is a lot of independent learning kind of thing, which like you know、mm-hmm. I got some training through like from senior years already, but it this was just a whole different level and like 
I still was trying to work out like you know the expectations like that uni had and stuff like that so it kind of went up Mm -hmm. in a sense um but I took first year like kind of like chill in a sense um just because like the the subject themselves were not that hard as of yet so especially first semester a lot of the times first semester will just be like revision for you um Oh, okay. For For me, yeah. For me, at least. So, yeah. What about you? Uh Yeah. Um, I'll say, like, after high school, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm free. Like, I don't have to ever think about the HSC again. Because, like, people, like, every, all the people that I've been talking to, like, I've I've Mm. talked to people who are very successful. And they've always been, like, HSC is nothing. Don't worry about yeah. HSC. Like you're good. Like uni is so much easier. It's such a breeze. It's <laughs> it's so easy. You can just flow through. That is completely false. There, I was lied to. So first year of uni, I took that advice, but I took it too chill. So obviously, I did pretty bad in yeah. first year because yeah. of that. Obviously, honestly, it's because of my own actions. But I picked up my pants mm-hmm. in second year and I grinded and when they say like every single term is like the HSC again it is oh, um, yeah. because all you want to do is just pass uh, like obviously you want to pass and you want to get higher but like you just yes, want to pass please get degrees yeah please get degrees if you fail a course you have to repeat it and you have to wait a year to repeat it and then another like 5k grand yeah that's a whole thing like oh yeah, yeah. It is tough. Like, definitely, like, there's some units in, like, uni that are, like, just so, so, so tough. And honestly, like, with the added stress of, like, you know, um, you know, towards the end of your degree, like, oh, finding a job. And even within high, uh, within uni, like, finding friends and, like, doing extracurricular was still, like, another, like, stress thing. Because you're just like, oh, my God, like, are people going to mm-hmm. think I'm weird and sad and lonely? <laughs> Which I am. Um... Like, it's, you know, it's ex- yeah. anxious. It just makes me anxious, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. The future definitely brings out the anxiety. Oh um, but I remember, like, during high school, when the HSC came out, some people that didn't do mm. that well. Um, honestly, like, I'm one to say it, but I, I did cry when my ATA results came out, <sighs> which obviously, like, you know, because you have an expectation of yourself, especially growing up in an Asian household, you want to do really yeah. well. Um, so obviously I didn't reach the expectation that I set mm. myself. Um, so I did do a little fat cry at work. <laughs> I remember I had worked that same day and I remember walking in. Yeah, I was walking in and I was like, oh, like all happy and stuff. And then like, because one of my coworker has a uh. daughter who ha- who was the same age as me. And she was like, oh, like, how does your HSC go? Like, my daughter got her results today too. And then as soon as I heard it, click, and I just started crying and I just ran into the back oh room God. crying my eyes out. Um, but honestly, my manager was there to make me feel uh-huh. better. She was just like, do you know what I got for my my ATA? I got a 40. Like, you shouldn't be angry or, like, sad about your mark. Like, it's definitely, like, not 40 and it's much higher than my my uh-huh. ATA and like my other co-workers came in were like it's okay yeah. like you know it's not the be or end or um but I definitely had the expectation of it's the be or yeah. end or so it really really stressed yeah. me out um until I just came to realize like 
you can just go into uni, do really mm. well in your like first year and then just transfer. Yeah. And like what really what I hated in first year was everyone asking you for like what oh, what did you get for that your HSC? Oh. What's your ATAR? Do you remember? Do you, did I you get that get in that, first year? Honest, but honestly, I didn't have many friends, so like there was no one who could ask me that question. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, like I, I did get asked personally sometimes. Oh really? That's just dog, dude. Like, like you know how like you sit down in your first lesson and you want to do that small talk. They asked for your age, huh? I was like, oh, I'm at this point right now where I truly care so much about my ATAR, so I'm not gonna tell you. Like, uh-huh. I I feel very tied to this mm-hmm. number. The ATAR makes made me so tied up to a number. I was like, I gotta get a fifty nine. Or I'm gonna like freaking like cry and I'm just gonna be homeless. Like honestly, that it's so dramatic to think of it, but I'm not even kidding. That was the expectation I set for myself. I thought if I didn't get above a 95, uh-huh. I would not be successful in life. Oh my god. Yeah. So that you can imagine mm-hmm. like two years of like that constant kind of repetitive drilling thought yeah. process, it really, really affected yeah. me especially with parents yeah but like was your parents ever like pushy um I mean like like to be honest like I've been like a little bit of a high achiever throughout like my like schooling years so like they do have like that set expectation on me but then but then Mm -hmm. again it's like it's because they have this expectation on me and like through like how I've demonstrated how I work and how I study like they don't really they, they trust me to, like, you know, do whatever I want because they know, like, I also mm-hmm. kind of have that expectation for myself. So they didn't specify, like, what, like, mark they would want me to have or, like, that that thing that they need kind of thing. But they would just, you know, mm-hmm. do the occasional, like, oh, my God, you know, like, that uncle's daughter's, oh, son, oh blah, blah, God. blah. Like, oh, your distant cousin somehow, like, got a freaking 99.95. Like, oh, my God, now they're working at, like, um, like some big bank or something like that and I'm just like okay cool like yeah. great or like they're at Sydney yeah. boys Sydney girls or they're like of course like high schools or like you know oh she's gonna be a doctor like I'm just like yeah it's it's not like that sort of like plays into like the stress levels as well but like mm-hmm. I was quite mm-hmm. like stubborn in the sense where like when I decided on like what I like what course I wanted to do like I was just like I just needed to hit this ATAR to get there kind of thing and oh yeah and I still didn't meet it though I I didn't have like that specific goal I just was like I'm gonna get fucking 96 to get into med and obviously like that didn't happen so uh yeah I guess but like that's similar then like because like for me like I I wanted to do nutrition and for the course where you did like a bachelor of science and then the master's in nutrition um you could um you know Mm -hmm. have that like streamlined um course um you needed a 95 ATAR and yeah I did not get that so I was (laughs) I was really sad yeah. when that happened and then I was just like, ah, oh, crap. And I did cry as well, but I yeah. cried at home. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. 
<laughs> embarrassing me in my past. Yeah. Oh my god. But if you remember back to the time, did you study a lot though? Were you constantly studying and I mean, grinding? Like, yeah. Or did you have like extracurricular activities as well? No extracurricular. I dropped piano. Like that was out pretty much. And then like. I don't do sports, so that's great kind of thing. <laughs> Not much to lose out from, miss out from there, I guess. But mm-hmm. like I said, I started dating like literally start of year 12. Like, oh, you know, no. year 12 starts in like the fourth term after like um, um, year 11, right? I started dating then. Uh-huh. Like, and I was like, um, pretty much like I do recall a lot of studying. But, like, a lot of time, like, I'll just be, like, literally, also at that time, I got my peas as well, my mm. red peas. Mm-hmm. So, I was, um, I would, after school, I would drive myself to the library and then meet up with my, at the time, boyfriend. And, like, we will study oh, um, together. Study. Study. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, I still got the shit that I need to do, like, get done. But mm-hmm. I probably think, like, if I had, like, put more effort into studying, yeah. then I maybe could have reached my goal. Yeah. But then that would be a whole different new, like, different life for me now. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, what's done is done. And, yeah. like, the journey to get to what you want at the very end, it's going to be your own personal achievement, whatever ATAL you end up getting. If you get a 40 and you end up becoming a doctor in 10 years' time, that's something that no one else will ever experience other than you. So I feel like ATAL does not matter. Like I honestly do not Mm. believe it matters. Um, Mm. One of my favourite inspirational stories, again, my co-worker at work, she was Uh just like, oh, she went to a uh, pretty – low ranked school in Sydney that one that didn't really mm. do really well overall um yeah so she studied so hard and mm. this is where we can talk about scaling she got mm. like a 90 in a lot of her subjects 80 80s to 90 or pretty if we're gonna say like 70s to 90s in all of her subjects and she did mm. like 12 units 12 or Mm. 15 units of subjects and she got Mm. scored so well but because Mm. the school was so bad so bad in quotation marks here she got scaled down to a 40 to 50 ATAR like in that range oh wow that's crazy when I when I told her my ATAR and I was just like oh I'm so upset and angry at myself and she's like she's like no don't be angry you know what I wanted to do like what I still want to do right now I want to do psychology I want to be a psychologist I want to help people but and I studied so hard in high school I got the private Mm. tutors I stayed with the teachers until the very end of their shift where they had to go home I did Mm. everything I read every textbook I studied my ass off and I ended up Mm. with a 40 ATAR even though my marks were so high and they were considered one of the highest yeah it's Mm. so odd and it wasn't even like a rural area per se so Mm. she didn't even have those bonus points available um so it was super super sad and she was like you know what like I was so sad after that but like honestly what can you do so she she told me that she still wants to do psychology. So what did she do? She and she goes to TAFE. She gets a diploma in counselling and social services. And from there, mm. you can go into uni with that. 
especially mm. like interest-specific degree if you want. Mm. And that just kind of describes how Australia works overall. You don't need yeah. your ATAR to get you somewhere very specific when you can – there's many multiple avenues in getting yeah. where you want. Yeah, for sure. Like it might just take you a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but like if you're determined to, like there is there is always a way somehow, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm really shook about like, you know, how she had like such good grades and then it just didn't translate well because of like her school. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate. Yeah. She just said that uh, like a lot of her cohort just didn't turn up to the actual HSC exam and that caused them to get a zero and that caused Mm -hmm. the whole scaling system to go down but like I don't know how you were described scaling but this is how Mm. I was described Mm. (laughs) the teacher was like imagine a rubber band and it's getting stretched right Uh so the people on the one end who do really well are going to be stretched and scaled further up if you're mm-hmm. average, you're going to stay average. If you do really bad and if you do really poor, you're going to be stretched to the end. That's mm-hmm. what we will de- like describe what scaling was and how it worked for the HSC. So yeah. in order to get scaled really, really high, you yeah. everyone has to do really well, right? Even yeah. if like the, the person who was lowest in the class, but if everyone else did well, that person would still be scaled, would be scaled from a low mark to an average mark. That's what yeah. we were told and how it was described. That that does make sense, yeah. Like, from my understanding, yeah, like, you want, you know, that mar- that range of difference to be, like, as small as possible. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're not too far off from the next person, to be honest. So, but, like, I just remember, like, a lot of calculations with, like, HSC Ninja. Yeah, when you put, oh like, my your God. marks in and, like, you know, calculating what the... Um, scaled mark would be so like for like most subjects which like have high scaling let's say like you get like a 90 or something as your raw mark you could get scaled to like a 95 or like a 97 yeah depending on how hard or like you know the level of like i don't know scaling with that subject kind of thing so like for subjects that are like you know not so great like for example drama if you get a 70 you can get scaled to a 50 yeah so yeah that's yeah. uh, scaling is so annoying. Like I think mm-hmm. the 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 ninja warrior calculators. Oh, they were <laughs> they were like a favorite bookmark on my Chrome tab. I remember that. What are the major study tips or techniques that you would like to give? I mean, like I would say, like you know, having a schedule that you can keep with would mm-hmm. be really great. You know. Not just like, you know, I'm going to study bio today or like I'm going to study English, like that's good. But like having an actual schedule of like what kind of like topics or like, you know, where you want to get up to during that session kind of thing is like really important. Let's say like, for example, for me, like Jap was like, you know, I wanted to go from chapter one to chapter two kind of thing. So I had to make sure like I did my vocab testing and like, you know, grammar skills um, done um for like those two hours so I'm like yeah I need to I need to finish that and if I don't finish it within that two hours then like I need to complete it at least in that day somehow mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like it doesn't keep like, going on to the next day onto the next day and stuff like that so that just gives me peace of mind to know that like I've at least done something 
and like I'm on track somehow. Yeah. So during the HSC, I would say like my study techniques then weren't that smart. It was mainly like highlighting, reading and writing. Um, Like biology was mainly reading and writing notes and flashcards. Um, Ancient history, again, flashcards. What else was that too? English was just essay practice. I I honestly used so much practice papers. Like mm. I remember borrow, borrowing a um entire book of past papers mm. um from either the library or somewhere, and my mm. goal was just to finish this entire book of twenty years worth of past papers, and that's literally all I did. In year 12, I, every single week, I would do past paper. For English, did you, like, memorize, like, a set essay and then, like, went with it? Because that's what I did. Like, I had, like, my basis for, like, all of the things and I somehow just morphed my same yeah. essay yeah. to, like, each question somehow. I tried to make it as broad as possible. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much what I did. And with the essays, just I just read it over and over and over and over again until I could like memorize it like the back of my hand I wrote it so much like it's almost muscle memory when you start writing it yeah. you know the next word just because <laughs> of how like the feel of the pen is like yeah mm-hmm. is ATA important I guess we briefly touched upon this before but yeah. you know it's really important in the sense where like if you are in that hurry to get to where you want kind of thing or get into that degree like higher in terms of higher education like where you want to be and stuff like that. I guess that's important, but know that even if you don't get that initial ATAR that you wanted to get into that, other ways to get into it. And like, honestly, I can't even remember my exact ATAR at the moment and I couldn't care less about what other people's ATAR is. Some people, they might not have performed so well in high school and that could be due to like many different reasons. Like in uni, it could be like totally different they could like you know shoot like to the sky pretty much and they could be like the opposite effect as well like I feel like I've definitely like dropped my standards from like high school now that I'm in uni so like it could work like both ways has Mm. anyone or any employee ever been like what Mm. is your ATAR no honestly not and even like when I was applying for jobs like post like uni like, I don't even bother putting my WAM in either. So they just want to see that you do their degree. Yeah. Having having a higher ATAR just meant you have more opportunities at uni to go into straight away. But there are still many other opportunities and ways you can get into your dream degree without having that specific number. I think definitely, like, focus on things that, um, you know, apart from academics that you could build on as well. Because at the end of the day, if you want to work in the real world, people are going to look at more like, you know, your behavioral things and mm-hmm. like what kind of other things you do apart from like reading, I guess. Yeah. So I yeah. can say like as soon as you get out of high school and you try and find a do- job, if you go into an interview and you said that you just have a high ATAR, they're not going like, to hire you just based on your marks they're going to also look at like if you've had any volunteering experience as well um, or if you've done anything outside from studying so like before we sign off we just want to wish like our fellow year 12 listeners the best of luck for their exams and have a wonderful holiday after so if you'd like to send in your comments questions or see more of us follow us at chewing gum podcast on instagram 
Thanks for listening to this episode and tune in next week as we solve some dating dilemmas for the boys out there. Were you ever confused on how to interpret the signs your date gives you? Whether you're in a friend zone or like second date material, send us your questions and we will give you the closure that you need. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you guys. Bye.